In the last few podcasts, I've talked about some of the problems that the Weimar Republic faced. Now I'm going to look at how the Weimar Republic recovered slightly. The Weimar Republic overcame some of their difficulties with the help of Gustav Strassmann. He was Chancellor in 1923 and Foreign Minister from 1923 to 1929. Between 1924 and 1929, German citizens came to accept the Weimar Republic and so did international powers. So one thing they needed to address was hyperinflation. To help stop Streisman called off passive resistance in the Ruhr. In November 1923, Streisman set up a new currency called the Rentenmark. Unlike previous currency, the Rentenmark was tied to the price of German land and held real value. In August 1924, this currency was renamed the Reichsmark and placed under the control of the Reichsbank. With this new currency, hyperinflation was stopped. Streisman helped to negotiate the Dawes Plan, which helped Germany pay their reparations. In 1924, banks in the US loaned 800 million Reichsmarks to German industries. Reparation instalments, which were fixed regular payments, were temporarily made 50 million pounds a year. The next thing to negotiate was the Young Plan, which proposed to reduce German reparations. In 1929, the Young Plan planned to lower the total reparations from 6.6 billion to 2 billion. The payments would continue until 1988. The Wall Street crash abruptly stopped the Young Plan in 1929. American banks had to recall loans made to Europe undermining the effectiveness of the Young Plan. By 1933, four years after the Wall Street crash, world trade had fallen by over 60%. This got rid of any chance of German success through exporting their goods. And German exports had actually risen 40% between 1925 and 1929. So to an extent, the economy did recover. By 1928, industrial production levels were higher than they were in 1913. And between 1923 and 1929, exports rose by 40%. In 1927, the Weimar Republic set up a number of pension, health and unemployment schemes to help German society. But the economy was not completely secure. Economic recovery depended on American loans. Unemployment was still a big problem for Germany. Germany spent money on imports, so they spent more on imports than they received on exports, so this is called a trade deficit. So to an extent, the Weimar Republic overcame their difficulties with the help of Gustav Streisemann. As well as helping the domestic economy, he was crucial to Germany re-entering European politics. So he had some key foreign policy achievements, and these were the Locarno Pact, the League of Nations, and the Kellogg-Briand Pact. Because of his domestic, which means in Germany, and foreign achievements, the German population became more confident in the Weimar Republic. Their support for extremist parties 
such as the Communists and the Nazis, had weakened. In 1923, Germany signed an agreement with Great Britain, France, Italy and Belgium called the Locarno Pact. In this pact, Germany recognised their borders with France and the demilitarisation of the Rhineland. In 1926, Germany was invited to join the League of Nations. The US president, who at that time was Woodrow Wilson, had set up the League of Nations, which was an international peacekeeping body. In 1928, Germany signed the Kellogg-Briand Pact with 62 other nations. In this pact, countries agreed to disarm, which means to give up or reduce their armed forces, and not to use war to resolve disagreements. Despite the achievements, the Weimar Republic still faced potential threats. The German population still resented the Treaty of Versailles and also the League of Nations. And although support for the extreme left and right-wing parties had declined, these parties, the Communist and the Nazi parties, still existed. Let's have a quick look at the living standards in Weimar, Germany. By 1924, the living standards for workers had begun to improve. In 1927, an insurance system was set up to help workers if they were unemployed or ill. From 1925 to 1929, around 100,000 new homes were built for workers, but the Republic still struggled with the shortage of houses. Workers' wages increased and their working hours shortened, but wealthier Germans did not like that the state was giving workers support. And that brings me to the end of chatting about the recovery of the Weimar Republic. So lots of that was due to Stresemann, and some foreign policy achievements, as well as stopping hyperinflation. If this episode has got you in the mood for more revision, or you just realised how close your exams are, then just head over to SenecaLearning.com, where you can revise all your GCSE subjects absolutely free. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Anchor, you'll find the link in the bio. If not, just type in SenecaLearning.com and you'll find us. And while you're at it, if you could rate us five stars and subscribe or follow all of our revised podcasts that cover every subject you need, then that will help other people find our podcasts.